0: It's one o'clock, I'm Todd Harding. The headlines, private clinics might soon be able to offer BioNTech Covid jabs after a study showed they can be stored safely in a normal fridge. A group of British MPs urges the UK government to get tough with China over its treatment of minorities in Xinjiang and England reached the final of a major football tournament for the first time in 55 years. An advisor to the government on COVID vaccines says private clinics could offer the BioNTech jab after data showed it could be stored in a normal fridge. More from Violet Wong.
1: Wallace Lau told an RTHK radio program that following the latest data from the distributor Fosun Pharma, health officials were studying to see if private clinics could take over administering BioNTech jabs once community vaccination centres close in September. Private clinics currently only offer the Sinopharm jab, because the BioNTech vaccine is supposed to be stored at ultra-low temperatures. Meanwhile, health officials say no new COVID cases were found after 1,200 residents at the building in Taikokzhu were tested overnight. Chong Mei building was locked down at 7 p.m. last night after a former resident who travelled to Australia last month was confirmed with the Delta strain of the coronavirus. The lockdown was lifted at 7 a.m.
0: Pro-Beijing legislator Paul Tsai has called on the government not to adopt a harsh stance towards district councillors after reports suggest it wants to recoup all the salaries of those deemed unpatriotic. Speaking on commercial radio, Mr Tse, a Wan Chai district councillor, said this wasn't necessary because the councillors had served people during their time of office. The government will reportedly ask district councillors to swear an oath of allegiance this month, and as many as 230 could be disqualified. A number have already resigned or left their parties since the oath-taking legislation was approved in May. The University of Hong Kong has condemned its student union for mourning the man who allegedly attacked a police officer before killing himself last Thursday. The student union's council passed a motion during a meeting last night thanking him for what it called the sacrifice he'd made for Hong Kong. In response, the university said the move to whitewash violence sent a totally wrong message to society, adding it opposes any behaviour that promotes and justifies violence. A group of British lawmakers is urging the UK government to take tougher action against China over its treatment of minorities in Xinjiang, including a partial Winter Olympics boycott and cotton trade ban. Vicky Wong reports.
2: The UK government was urged to recognise the decision of British lawmakers in April to declare Beijing's policies against the Uyghurs and other minorities in Xinjiang as genocide and crimes against humanity and hold Beijing to account. Among its recommendations, the cross-party Foreign Affairs Committee said in a report that Britain should partially boycott the Winter Olympics hosted by Beijing in 2022 and should ban the import of cotton products from Xinjiang, where there are allegations of forced labour being used. It also backed a fast-track asylum process for those fleeing persecution in the region. China rejects the accusations of abuses and has denied the United Nations access to investigate the claims.
0: The Foreign Ministry has dismissed a report by Reuters news agency that says a prenatal test taken by millions of women around the world is being used to collect genetic data. It's among the world's top-selling non-invasive prenatal tests used to detect abnormalities such as Down syndrome in a foetus. Mike Weeks reports. China's biggest genomics firm, BGI Group, developed the test known as Nifty in collaboration with the Chinese military. BGI told Reuters it uses leftover blood samples sent to its Hong Kong laboratory and genetic data from the test for population research. Reuters found the genetic data of over 500 women, including those in Europe and Asia, is also stored in China National Gene Bank in Shenzhen, which BGI runs. Reuters found no evidence BGI violated regulation the company said it obtains signed consent, destroys overseas samples and data after five years and has no access to identifiable personal data. But its policy says data can be shared when it relates to national security in China. But the firm says this has never happened. South Korea has reported its highest ever one-day number of new coronavirus cases with 1,275 the rise of the Delta variant has worried health officials. Thailand reported its own new record of 75 latest deaths, bringing the total number of fatalities there to almost 2,500. There were also more than 7,000 new cases. Australia's most populous state, New South Wales, reported its biggest daily rise in local cases for the year at 38. 11 of those spent time in the community while they were infectious. Meanwhile, Japan is set to declare a state of emergency for Tokyo amid a new wave of infections casting a shadow over the Olympic Games, which are scheduled from July the 23rd to August the 8th. New York City has held a parade to honour its first responders for their efforts on the front lines of the coronavirus pandemic. The city was at the centre of the initial outbreak of the virus in the United States, and more than 30,000 residents have died. The mayor, Bill de Blasio, said the people being celebrated had made history in New York City's toughest hour.
1: Thank you to the nurses! Thank you to the doctors, thank you to the technicians, everybody who make the hospitals work in this crisis, you are heroes, thank you.
0: The assistant chief of the Miami-Dade Fire Rescue Service says there's now no hope that any of those missing following the collapse of an apartment block will be found alive. 18 more bodies were recovered from the rubble yesterday, taking the number of confirmed victims to 54. The mayor of Miami-Dade County, Daniela Levine, said she was sad to announce that the focus of the operation had shifted from search and rescue to recovery.
1: At this point, we have truly exhausted every option available to us in the search and rescue mission.
2: So today is about
1: beginning the transition to recovery so that we can help to bring closure to the families who've been suffering and waiting for news.
0: President Biden says he'll be delivering a message to President Putin about a recent wave of cyber attacks targeting American and foreign businesses. He was speaking after hosting a meeting of top US officials on how to combat the ransomware activities that are now a national security challenge. Gangs believed to be based in Russia have targeted American infrastructure and extorted millions from their victims. The White House spokeswoman said Washington remained cautious about attributing blame and wasn't saying the Kremlin was directly responsible. Haiti's chief of police says security forces have killed four mercenaries after a gun battle with the suspected killers of President Jovenel Moïse. Two attackers have also been detained and three officers who'd been taken hostage had been recovered. Here's the BBC's Candice Piette. Little is known yet about the gunmen who raided the presidential residence in Haiti and killed Jovenel Moise. A video filmed in the area appeared to show a formation of SUVs arriving and armed men spilling out. The interim
2: Prime Minister Claude Joseph said they had appeared highly trained and heavily armed. He also said they appeared to be foreigners speaking Spanish and English, whereas Haitians speak Creole and French. The video hasn't been verified. President
0: Moïse wasn't popular and had many enemies. His final months had been marked by demonstrations against his determination to stay in office. Police in South Africa say the former president, Jacob Zuma, is now in custody after handing himself in to begin a 15-month sentence for contempt of court. Here's the BBC's Nom Jacob Zuma will spend his first night in prison after handing himself over to authorities. He was driven to a nearby correctional facility by his bodyguards after agreeing to hand himself in following negotiations with a delegation of police officers who were sent to his house earlier in the day. His foundation has said the former president surrendered and decided to comply with the incarceration order. The convoy of cars then left at high speed with the former president seated at the back of one of the vehicles. Some of Mr. Zuma's supporters who were gathered outside his home expressed unhappiness over his imprisonment. The Lithuanian Prime Minister has said her country will build a physical barrier along its border with Belarus to deter illegal immigration. Ingrida Shimonite has accused Belarus of organizing migration as part of a hybrid aggression against Lithuania.
2: There are uh, travel agencies and direct flights that connect Minsk with Baghdad, for example, and there are agencies that operate and attracting tourists, I put that in inverted comma, to Minsk. We've detained some people who were having, actually, uh, visas and invitations from Belarus tour operators while entering our country
0: all of a sudden. Last month, Belarus announced it was suspending a partnership agreement with the EU in response to recent sanctions. It warned that deteriorating relations would adversely affect cooperation on tackling illegal migration. The World Health Organisation has urged countries not to squander their hard-fought gains in combating the coronavirus pandemic. Its Director of Emergencies, Michael Ryan, said they must exercise extreme caution when lifting restrictions. He warned that high vaccination levels wouldn't stop transmission rates of the virus from increasing. Scientists say the deadly heat wave that occurred in Western Canada and the US at the end of June would never have occurred without climate change. In a rapid attribution study, researchers say the hot spell was triggered by man-made carbon emissions. Here's the BBC's Matt McGrath. Hundreds of people died as multiple cities recorded new high temperatures in the last days of June, breaking previous records by up to 5 degrees Celsius. According to the research, the event was a a one-in-a-thousand-year heatwave, but scientists are concerned that current climate models didn't predict an event on this scale for many decades to come. Researchers are worried that the climate may have passed a threshold, where a small amount of extra warming causes an extreme response in temperatures. More research is needed on that, but it could be a very damaging development in the battle against climate change. To finance news, a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 27,390. That's 574 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $100 billion. To currencies, the US dollar is trading at 110.56 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 17 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 70 cents. To sports, where England's footballers are through to the final of Euro 2020.
1: Oh, Michael saved it, but
0: Harry Kane slammed home the rebound after his penalty was spilled by Kasper Schmeichel in extra time as England beat Denmark 2-1 to reach their first major final since 1966. What a game, tough game, credit to Denmark, you know, put on a really tough game for us, but we dug deep and we, and we, we got there when it mattered and I, I thought the boys were excellent all over the pitch, we reacted really well from going 1-0 down, so yeah, a final
1: at home, yeah, what, what a feeling.
0: There have been scenes of wild celebration across England. The streets of London were filled with fans celebrating the hard-fought win. I'm absolutely buzzing. I've never felt this good in my life about a football game. This hasn't happened in so many years. This is the most amazing moment ever. Cooling down now on the ice, the Tampa Bay Lightning have beaten the Montreal Canadiens 1-0 to lift the Stanley Cup for the second straight NHL season. Rookie Ross Colton scored the only goal in Tampa as the Lightning won the best of seven finals four games to one to become the first repeat champion since the 2016-17 Pittsburgh Penguins. The Lightning's title comes just nine months after they beat the Dallas Stars in six games in a quarantine bubble in Edmonton. The Lightning's Stanley Cup triumph last year was followed by the Buccaneers' Super Bowl win in February. Next to tennis, the eight-time champion Roger Federer suffered a quarter-final exit at Wimbledon. He lost to Poland's Ubert Hurkacz in straight sets. But the world number one Novak Djokovic is safely through to the semi-finals. Details from the BBC's Chris Dennis. For many, Roger Federer is the greatest tennis player of all time, but today the Swiss looked a shadow of his former self. Moody, off-key and error strewn. He was blown off the court inside two hours by the hugely talented Urkacz, who grew up idolising the great man. Federer turns 40 next month. Will Wimbledon Centre Court ever see him again? Next up for Urkach, a semi-final appointment with Matteo Berrettini, who put out his good friend Felix Auger-Aliassime. Djokovic was also far from his best and looked distracted at times, but unlike Federer, he was still too good for Martin Futsiewicz, and his 100th career victory on grass takes him a step closer to a 20th Grand Slam title. Standing in his way is Denis Shapovalov. The Canadian came through a thrilling five-setter against the Russian Karen Hachanov to make his first ever Grand Slam semi-final. He'll be hoping it's seventh time lucky against Djokovic. He's lost all six of their previous meetings. Let's hear from Federer's conqueror, Hubert Erkac.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say. It's a. Uh... I mean, it's super special for me. I mean, playing on, on this special court against Roger. I mean, it's always when you're a kid, it's like a dream come true to play him. So, yeah, i mean, super proud and super happy to be here. And uh, especially that, uh, that the people are, are here and playing here on grass, it's super special. And uh, so happy and, uh, yeah, can't wait for the next one. <laughs>
0: Our top stories once again. Private clinics might soon be able to offer Biontech Covid jabs after a study showed they can be stored safely in a normal fridge. A group of British MPs urges the UK government to get tough with China over its treatment of minorities in Xinjiang. And England reached the final of a major football tournament for the first time in 55 years. Time for the weather forecast. It'll be mainly fine and very hot, apart from isolated showers with moderate southeasterly winds. The outlook mainly fine and very hot in the next few days. Currently the observatory, 32 degrees Celsius, relative humidity 73%. And please be advised that the very hot weather warning is currently in force. New sports and weather from RTHK. Pack
1: your bags, baby. We
2: have to go back, let's go. It's summer paradise, oh, 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 oh. Simple plan, M-K-T-O My heart is sinking As I'm lifting up above the clouds Away from you And I can't believe I'm leaving Oh, I don't know, know, no What I'm gonna do But someday I will find my way My soul.
1: In the
2: sky. That's fly, like every day's a holiday, a summer paradise. I'm smashing down the highway, following the stars for life. A simple plan for life is what you make it. The memories of you and me are ours. But it's taken day. I will find my way back to where your name is written in the same
1: One two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, show, one, two,
2: three, show, one, two, three, show, one, two, three, show. Good afternoon and welcome to the one, two, three show with me, Noreen Mir on this Thursday afternoon. Many thanks once again to Phil Whelan for the morning brew. We have a jam-packed program for you this afternoon. To kickstart today's program, we'll be talking about how to restore old newspaper with Jennifer Lee. She's a specialist and also an expert in restoring old books and so she'll be joining us live in our studio this afternoon and we hope to bring you that interview on Facebook live as well feel free to join us there this afternoon Noreen Mare on RTHK radio 3 is the page to go to or you can uh, just drop us an email if you want to 123 show at RTHK.HK and after the two o'clock news Andrew Dembina joins us to give us his global updates of uh, local and global updates of news News in this week's Art Sing Around.